Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. Don't forget that if you enjoy this episode, my self-help books, Patreon bonus content, and metaphysical services are available at www.simplyolly.com. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. Hello, my friend. Welcome if you're new here. Welcome back if you're not. And um, today we are going to be talking about tapping into the subconscious conscious cycle. That is like, you can't make that shorter, shorter. Um, Not really. Anyway, it sounds like a mouthful, but we're going to break it down. It's very, don't be intimidated. We got this. Uh, You may or may not be familiar with these terms of the subconscious and the conscious. I'm just basically, let's, let's just imagine your brain. The subconscious is all the stuff that you aren't thinking about on a regular basis, but you're doing, okay? That can include buckling your seatbelt when you get in a car, um, putting one foot in front of the other, <laughs> um, I don't know, rubbing your eye when, you, when it's itchy. Anyway, that's your subconscious, right? Your conscious is the things you're actively thinking about, like, Mm, I think I want to put the dishes in the dishwasher uh, in five minutes. You know, it could be, am I going to pick my nose in public? I think I'm going to do it. (laughs) It could be, I have this new habit and I'm working at doing yoga every day. I don't know. Anyway, that's the difference between between your subconscious and your conscious. That is like the simplest way I can explain it. Um, Of course, somebody would listen to me and just go like and not be able to handle that. I just summed it up that way. But that's what we're doing um, because this is called Simply Happy. And I'm not about to make this complicated for myself or you. So that's what we're doing today. Anyway, so what we do on a daily basis right, is mainly ruled by our subconscious. It is those archived patterns of behavior that we have just memorized and are able to just do without having to use a lot of brain power, a lot of a lot of energy, right? It just, it helps our bandwidth to be able to store things in the subconscious and then be able to do them without having to think about them. If we had to think about every single thing we had to do, the fact that I am moving my hand, even though you cannot see me, right? The fact that I'm moving my lips, the fact that I'm blinking and breathing and like a whole other slew of things, like we would be taxed within the first three seconds of our day, probably. Anyway, so it's a benefit to us, right? It's this really great system that our bodies have and that we may even don't We may not even fully understand yet because the brain is vastly unexplored um, or understood by the human race as it stands in 2022. Anyway, what we do know is that it is 
running the show on a lot of things. Okay, that's why we can have behaviors that we maybe don't understand or we think a certain way or we have certain beliefs and we kind of just go, huh, I don't, I don't know. And maybe that's because it was popped into your subconscious long, long ago and you just don't remember how it got there. Or you've heard it, you know, if it's just been like, what am I trying to say? Anyway, it's just been like put in there little bit after little bit and it's just built up to the point where now you're just doing it on a typical basis, okay? And this is gonna, again, span to a whole bunch of things. This is also... Oh, it's that's a whole other conversation, but it, it can be like the root of a lot of our mental health struggles and things like this. So that's kind of the foundational point we want to know is that a lot of what we do is ruled by our subconscious. If it's archived, Olivia, if it's all plopped away down there, deep where I can't see, how am I supposed to change it? Ah, my friend. So, so glad you joined us with your accent today. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about. So this is what we want to tap into. Because the subconscious and consciousness, or us being conscious, is cyclical, right? They feed into one another. Um, And so that is something that we can actually be really intentional with. And it's how I've done a lot of my mindset work, a lot of my emotion work. Um, It's how I've taken a very practical approach to changing my life. Uh, This is before I got into energy work. This is before I got very spiritual. And this is before, I mean, and I wasn't religious. So when I was doing a lot of my mental health work um, and a lot of my personal growth and self-empowerment and self-love work, it came from a very like practically rooted place. Um, It wasn't faith-based in the sense of like believing in something greater. And it wasn't super like sciencey. It was just kind of the day-to-day approach to making these monumental changes in my life to where now I don't have to live with bipolar anxiety or depression. Um, and I've overcome just insane things in my life. Um, and so that's the approach that I'm sharing with you today. Although I if you are down for like the spiritual approach or the energy work approach or even a religious approach, like those things do work. It's just, I like to come at it from this angle. I don't know what I'm talking about. I do. What am I saying? Anyway, hi. I get a little tripped up and I don't know why. This could be a whole other topic for another day. Um, And it's probably there in the subconscious somewhere for me to unearth. Um, But I get very hesitant when I merge like spirituality and then the practical approach because like I think it's because I just don't want to lose people (laughs) I want to help as many people as I can and I'm like if I take a hard left here people aren't gonna follow so I just want you to know that like I try to frame everything in a way where it can kind of meet everybody where they're at and you can take whatever approach you need to with it um from wherever your your you know beliefs are um and I (laughs) I hope that explains why I'm awkward uh anyway so When we tap into this cycle, right, we can do it from a conscious place because that's what we have to work with, right? Like like we can work with the subconscious and I'll get into that in a minute, but mainly a lot of people are working more with just, just straight up consciousness because you can choose your thoughts, right? And you may have some that you can't, you aren't choosing, um, but we can, again, we can work with those because 
those thoughts come up because they're coming up from the subconscious and we can uh, rewrite them. Anyway, so we can work with the conscious really intentionally and basically do it repetitively until that pattern becomes subconscious. You basically train your brain to go, this is going to be a familiar thing that I'm going to do on a repeat basis. So go ahead and archive it and store it because I I plan on using that. Um, The other way I will say that something can go from consciousness and then get archived into the subconscious is if you pair it with a very um, strong emotional connection because uh, experiences or thought patterns or, you know, uh, practices, right? Patterns of behavior um, or again, beliefs or thoughts, right? When paired with a strong emotion can immediately archive something into the subconscious. That's how that's how, that's how we get trauma. (laughs) It wasn't something, you know, sometimes you, of course you can get trauma that is from repeated things, but, um, we can take that repeat approach, which is what a lot of people do. They like to, you know, we'll instill new habits, um, and just put something into practice until, you know, we're familiar with it enough to, again, it, it, goes into the subconscious and then we're able to do it without having to think about it as much. Um, and we of course have to get over that hurdle where the brain goes, whoa, 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 whoa. This is new. I don't know this. I don't typically do this. We have this other thing that we use down here in the subconscious. You have to kind of get through that hurdle of the brain going, I don't understand. I'm confused. Please don't do that. Like, let me show you from the subconscious what we do instead. (laughs) And, uh, and you got to work through that hurdle to then like convey that information of no, we're actually replacing that with this new thing. Um, and I think that can be the tough part for a lot of people um, when they're instilling new habits. And because they think that like, oh, well, this is actually just the way that I am, or this is too hard. And they don't realize that it's just part of the process of, of rewriting and tapping into this cycle um, and that it will end and you will effectively take what you're working with consciously and it will archive into the subconscious. And I, and I keep using the word archive, archive because, because I, because I work with folders and things a lot. And so it's just a verb that are a, a verb, a word that I typically use. However, if you want to think about it on like a brain level, it's effectively creating new neuron, like neuron pathways and not using old neuron pathways to the point where they will kind of wither uh, and maybe eventually disconnect or just go kind of dormant. And that new pathway will be the active one. So you just kind of have to allow time uh, for that to happen. And again, you compare it with an emotional response. That one might be trickier though, uh, just because it has to be like an, a genuinely big emotional response. And sometimes those are it takes, I would say it takes practice to be able to cultivate that kind of, uh, thing. (laughs) I, so I wouldn't just recommend anybody just like pair an emotion with a thing. Um, unless you're, unless you're well-practiced in, in the art of cultivating emotions intentionally. Um, so that is like, that's the first way I would say to tap into this cycle and really utilize it because it will be a game changer and it kind of shows you that like 
that's a way for you to like work with the subconscious without having to to get in there or understand it. And you don't even necessarily have to do a ton of reflective work, although I will preface this by saying if you have a belief that actively contradicts this new pattern of behavior you're trying to instill, um, then you're probably going to run into some challenges along the way. Um, By instilling that new pattern of behavior, you might actually rewrite that belief. However, uh, it may also just kind of butt heads a bunch until you have to have that realization. Uh, so that's just something to be mindful of. For, for instance, we'll take the seatbelt buckling thing, right? So let's say you don't buckle your seatbelt and you're now instilling a conscious pattern of behavior that you are going to buckle your seatbelt. And But you actually have this um, deep belief that that doesn't really matter if you get into an accident, seatbelt's not really going to save your life, then like there's not going to be a connection there or a significant like purpose to you buckling the seatbelt. So you you might instill the pattern of behavior. Um, but again, you're kind of actually, that's a really good way to look at it. If every time you buckle your seatbelt, you actually cultivate an emotion and a thought and a belief along with it of, Associating every time I buckle my seatbelt, even though I've never been in a situation where my seatbelt has needed to save my life, this is actually something that is, you know, really going to help me. It could keep me from, I don't know, you know, reaching some level of extreme. Um, You know, it could keep me safe in these ways. And like, you know, even though I don't know for sure, I still feel best when I can have this buckled. Do you get what I'm saying? Um... So these, these are all little nuances to think about and don't like stress yourself out. I know that's a lot of information, but don't stress yourself out by, by worrying about doing it all right. You know, just do what you can. Cause eventually I, I truly believe that whatever needs to come up, like if there's something in the way, it'll make itself known. Um, and as long as you're paying attention and then like one day you go to buckle your seatbelt, you know, as the pattern of behavior and you go, why am I even doing this? I really don't care. I honestly do not care about buckling my seatbelt. That's going to reveal itself as like, that's actually a subconscious belief that you have that's creating friction here. So it'll make itself known. Don't worry about it. Um, And it may, again, not be something big enough to even get in the way. So conscious patterns, that's what we're doing. Okay, that's one way. (laughs) A second way, right, is to basically unearth from the subconscious unhelpful patterns to then release or rewrite them. This one's a little different in the sense that you do have to, not necessarily. So the way that I first got my start with this kind of stuff was probably with journaling, if I was going to take a more like just practical approach that didn't have any tie or association with any kind of like spirituality or what what have you. Um, so journaling was a way because you just kind of stream of consciousness would write and then you just, you'd realize 
things that you would say, just kind of like what I said um, in that seat buckling example, where it's like, I really don't care about this, you know, like that kind of stuff, because journaling is such a private act, um, there's no judgment. (laughs) And so anything that is subconscious, that was really deep. And I apologize for doing that in your ear. Um, That stuff can come up. Um, now this is something that of course can happen in therapy. I don't talk about therapy a lot. And if you've been listening for a while, you know why, not that it doesn't work, but it's not for everyone. I believe that because it wasn't for me. Um, and so again, this is all about self-empowered approaches to things. So journaling allows you to kind of have these kinds of conversations, uh, without any type of, you know, hesitation, filter, worry of judgment, anything like that. Um, And again, what needs to come up can come up. So that is one way that you can kind of bring up the subconscious. And and again, a a tip for this would be to ask yourself questions. You know, like, why why is this happening this way or what, whatever. Um, So you can ask yourself questions in the journaling process that could help you kind of unpack what might actually be down there subconsciously. However, the other ways that I like to go in and find what's chilling in my subconscious are things like meditation, um, being still long enough to start to hear yourself, right? So meditation, yoga sometimes um, helps just bring up insights. It's kind of like a like a shock and awe where you're just like, whoa, and it just pops out of nowhere. Um, hypnosis is a really good way to, to get into the subconscious. Um, and you can do those, you know, guided, you can find videos on YouTube. You can of course work with somebody, um, and things like that. Um, also astrology and card readings. Those are two ways I really like to explore, um, subconscious as well. And, and there's many other ways outside of that, of course, but those are, and I get that those might be a little more like spiritually tied, um, which they don't have to be. Just, just gonna put that out there. They don't have to be. Um, they're just, you know, alternative ways or metaphysical ways or what have you to approach things that, you know, maybe don't feel like they're as like solidly backed by people's collective agreement. <laughs> anyway, um, so those are ways where you could actually delve straight into the subconscious. And, and the reason again for that is to take whatever unhelpful patterns, um, of behavior or belief or perspective or thoughts, right. That are there and make them conscious. Because a lot of times when we bring that into consciousness, um, it will actually just the awareness of it can allow it to release, um, where we no longer hold on to that pattern of behavior. Like I've done energy work on myself where I found something in my body, moved it through, released it. And the pattern of behavior that followed that core experience that was still sitting in there that I found energetically, um, I no longer had that pattern of behavior. Like it just, it just stopped. It was like, it was pretty wild to experience, um, because I had taken such a practical approach before where I was like, okay, I need to rewrite the pattern of behavior. And this one just completely took it out. Um, so, you know, sometimes just the awareness can release it, um, or it can bring it into your consciousness, right? Your awareness to go, "Mm, I am going to rewrite that pattern of behavior. I am going to replace it with this. So anytime I would normally do this, I'm going to choose to do this instead. And then, you know, work on that practice, of course. So 
the the point of this discussion and this episode, right, is to encourage you to tap in rather than to tune out, right? We can just chalk up things to that they are what they are and it is what it is and I can't change it. You can, you can. Uh, and the whole point, right, is to live in more alignment um, and and to live more empowered in ourselves. Because uh, when we live from that place, we're, you know, better to ourselves, uh, better in the sense of, you know, more more loving, more peaceful, um, more all the beautiful things, right? To ourselves, to other people, we're a benefit. We become a benefit rather than, you know, just an unconscious, like, I don't know, I don't care, whatever, um, type of living where you're kind of either playing ignorant or you're playing victim to the draw of the cards, um, when really we can actually tap into the subconscious conscious cycle and work with it uh, to better help ourselves and, and better help the world around us. And that's a beautiful thing to be able to do. So, uh, yeah, do it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> consider it, you know, give it a shot. <laughs> so over on Patreon, uh, if you're, ooh, I feel like my headphones just changed. I don't know what just happened. Um, over on Patreon, if you are a member already, then, you know, I will have short journal reflection prompts, um, over on Patreon. I will also have explanations of different, um, practice ideas and how you can do them. Um, so that if you are interested in trying those out, you can play with them, see what works for you. Um, see what you're drawn to see what's in alignment because some of these things, you know, you might be like energy work sounds bananas and that's fine. Uh, but maybe, you know, uh, doing, you know, some conscious work with, uh, mantras or, you know, instilling new habits is totally your jam. Then like, cool, we can talk about how you can do those. So, uh, if you're not a Patreon member, feel free to come over and join us. This will be available for all tiers on Patreon. Um, so no matter where you come in, you can get access to this and, that will be available for you. So yeah, if you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my books, services, and Patreon at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying simply awesome. I'll keep saying simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.